Hello, boys and girls. My name is Adam. Hi, uh, everyone else. My name is Ryan. Welcome to Ryan and Adam's show, where new things happen every day. And that was the first time I think we ever aborted a song yeah. entirely. But you, you did hear the first uh, good half, good 50% of Where's Your Head At? It was sort of, go ahead. By Basement Jacks. It was sort of a gag play, and then I think both of us were like, no, it's just, we can't do this. You see, gags will only get you so far. And in this case, the gag got us about two minutes and two and a half minutes in, and it, it wasn't a good gag. I didn't like it. I was gagging. Yes. As was I. Um, that was 2001 for you. That, yeah. That is from the Tomb Raider oh, soundtrack. Oh, just watched. Yeah, what was I thinking watching I that movie? I didn't like that movie when it came out. I, I think that that movie was completely bought and like sold on Angelina Jolie. Entirely. That was entirely all I remember from that movie, and I think all that anybody cared about was, was seeing was Angelina Jolie. Marketed for 13-year-old yes, boys. Which and, we were. Yes. And, we were 12. And yeah. I was just curious to see how of course. it held up. I, I, I get it. I've been clicking movies like that lately. I totally get it. Totally. Uh, you watched totally the first didn't. one? Yeah, I watched the only the first one. I know they they remade it. They too. made a second one and then they rebooted it. Did the old rebooter? But, I never um, played that game a lot. I don't have like a nostalgia <laughs> for Lara Croft. It, it wasn't a very good game. Honestly, yeah. you were just uh, spurlunking. The it, whole the whole thing was spurlunking. It was sort of like Lady Indiana Jones, wasn't that kind of the thing? That was sort of the sort idea, of the but thing. it was kind of a lame video game. That yeah. it was just um, pixelated breasts for pubescence yeah boys remember remember being turned on by video games <laughs> god that age is bananas if you had drawn a pair of boobs on like a fire hydrant i probably would have been like yeah it's pretty hot <laughs> like you're just you're just an animal it's disgusting well luckily uh i'm sells movies well well beyond that me too I'm nothing even eons, works anymore yeah eons away from <laughs> anything like that yeah uh, eons away from 2001 uh i'm trying to be even you know, farther away you know who's in um tomb raider daniel craig okay i it, thought you were gonna say osama bin laden <laughs> <laughs> so daniel daniel craig was in it daniel craig was in it and then i'm watching a 2002 movie on the elliptical earlier road to perdition which i haven't seen Yo, since it came out so weird I was just thinking about that movie because I was like, I, I got it on DVD. I really liked it. And I was just listening to a podcast where they were talking about how Tom Hanks never plays villains. And I'm like, how did everyone forget about Road to Perdition? Now, granted, well, he wasn't he's not really a good guy. A villain. Right. Now, granted, that movie might suck shit. Uh, Sam Mendes, a lot of his a lot of his movies have not aged well, but I remember enjoying it. Yeah. Uh I I didn't watch much of it, not because uh, I didn't want to, but what I saw was it was pretty good. Paul he, Newman, it was one of Paul Newman's uh, last movies. Did he win? No, he didn't win an Oscar for he that. He was nominated. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, yeah, I think based on a graphic novel. That was a big thing back then, before comic books just went all out, took over. Yeah, but you can tell the the heightened melodrama, yeah. and, and it's all... I don't think anybody cracks a smile in at least the first 30 see, minutes. That, I, I didn't see a single smile in the whole movie. Isn't it amazing, these movies that are just like so serious? Dude, humorless Tom Hanks. It's, it's hard to separate his face 
you know, from who he is. I I don't want to get too on a Tom Hanks tangent, but I, I was listening to um, people arguing over whether or not he's actually good, because we and we've talked about that with the Forrest Gump and the Elvis of it all, and he's one of these actors that I think is being remembered worse. Yeah, what is going on he, with that? I think it's because... Alex Jones. Th- there's that, <laughs> and also I think it, the world has become so cynical. yeah. That I think this like Jimmy Stewart America Dad thing, I think people look at it now and just like snooze. Well, I th- they, they should watch Road to Perdition. Well, it's I, still it's still hard to. I just watched an early movie with him, Joe vs. the Volcano. I've never seen it. It's fun. Is Daryl Hannah in that? No, that's Splash. Okay. It's Meg Ryan. It's the first uh, Meg Ryan Tom Hanks movie, and it's fun. It's got, a, it's a fun movie. I gotta say. Watch him in Bachelor Party and then watch him in Philadelphia and tell me that he's not good. Yeah, well, that's Tell the thing. me that he's not good. Even in Joe the, Vers- the Volcano, because that was right around the same time as all his comedies. And it's like, this guy was a comedic actor. And then he went on and did, like, Saving Private Ryan. Like, no, he he's limited. And maybe sometimes he pushes his limits too much. But he's good. He's yeah. clearly good. For real, yeah. I mean, uh, I thought him in Bachelor Party is, he's so funny. Yeah. He's, he holds that whole friggin' movie together. No one would remember that movie if it wasn't for him. It's funny these, like, everyman comedic actors like Tom Hanks and, and Michael Keaton, and they all became dramatic actors. And I don't know if we really have actors like that now. Like, like every day, every man moved from comedic actors. That moved, what do you, like, into just uh, in general. more dramatic or the just, everyman? Just the everyman. It's kind of it's tough. You got that guy, and then what happens is they get put in a Marvel movie, and they're not that guy anymore. Yeah, like Chris Pratt, I exactly. feel like was like, oh, I think we found like our schlubby guy, and then they're like, nah, yeah, he's you, gonna get jacked. Yeah, and be boring. you're gonna need to get jacked. Yeah. I didn't even recognize him in um, uh, what was the movie he did? Jurassic Park? No, the the Marvel movie. Oh, Guardians, oh, of, the Guardians of the Galaxy. I didn't yeah. realize. I'm, oh, that's the same guy from Par- the chubby yeah. dude from Parks and Rec. I know. He didn't got, even recognize him. He got him. fucking ripped, and he got boring. Yeah. He's, he's all right in Guardians, but he got more and more boring. Anyway, um, 2001 was a bad year. Terrible year. Uh, I think every single person in America, for very obvious reasons, would agree on that. Uh, and it's because of Tomb Raider. <laughs> it's just the, the, the America has never bounced back from it. I watched a 2001 movie today. I watched Training Day, which was pretty cool. Yes. King Kong ain't got shit. On me. Denzel's doing his, like, macho thing. It's, it's a lot of fun. And it is written by David Iyer, who uh, wrote a little movie called The Fast and the Furious. The first one? Yeah, and that might bring us to... <laughs> All right. This Basically, this podcast exists for you to talk about Fast and Furious movies now. This, so, please. I would have loved to have done this with you, Adam. But you just refused to do it. You, I, I, you just you don't have that dog in you, <laughs> and oh by the way we were gonna have a guest on Tom Sizemore, um, the guy who says uh, the action is the juice and he apparently apparently he got arrested for beating on his <laughs> girlfriend and he couldn't make our shows apparently the action is beating your girlfriend and having a stroke <laughs> and so he's not on the show but uh, yeah a little character actor funny and always sunny but yeah so I watched Tokyo Drift two thousand and six mm-hmm. all right so. Justin Lin directed. All right? all right. Now he's direct, he directs the next couple. He becomes big time Fast and the Furious guy. Mm. All right. So here's what I wrote. Uh, <laughs> all right. Dude is new to school, and after school, he's talking to some chick when Brad from Home Improvement steps up. 
They don't want to drive for pink slips, nah, dog. They're going to drive for the girl. So Kid Rock bought of the bot rips, and they race whips. They crash, and the dude is sent to Japan to live with his dad by his slutty mom. So that's, that's, that was my first note. Very good. <laughs> have you seen this movie? I have. The main dude sucks. I he, think he blows. Yeah, he's not good. I don't remember anything about him. God, I wrote way too much. Bow Wow brings him to a car meet. He loses a race to the Yakuza. <laughs> Uh, basically, you were saying that you think it was a revisionist thing, that it's actually good. I did not like Wait it. Wait a second. I didn't say that was my opinion. You were telling me you thought Tokyo Drift was great. <laughs> and I'm just here to say um, I did not like it. I think the first one was pretty good. And actually, I watched four and five, and I'm going to do quick notes on them. I thought they were pretty good. Tokyo Drift, not so good. Okay. So... Fast and Furious, 2009. This movie is so cool. It doesn't have time for the. Wait, how many years went? Uh, the f- Tokyo Drift was 2006. So two, three years later. Uh, so basically... And it has the same title as the, the first Well, they movie. got rid of the. It's not the Fast and the Furious anymore. It's just Fast and Furious. This Now, this is like, this is like pure reboot. This was pure reunion. This was pure like... Wait, reboot is different than reunion. These words are all interchangeable at this point, but I feel like this movie was, we need to bring the the gang back together and see if there's any money left in this franchise. That's what I think that this movie was. It was the movie of like, can we... I wrote like a lot of plot points that I don't really feel like going through, but I think so. Everyone comes back. The beer is a basic premise. Uh... Does it have something to do with cars? So the Asian them? the Asian guy from Tokyo Drift is in it. So Tokyo Drift is actually uh, set years later. It's weird. The timeline is weird. So Michelle Rodriguez's character is supposedly killed. So Paul Walker is FBI now somehow, even though he was a criminal and Too Fast, Too Furious. Dom wants to find her killer, and the FBI, Paul Walker, wants to find the, the, the killer as well. So they become drug runners for the killer, and they work together to race cars. And that's and uh, this was just a straight up action movie. It's full of cliches. It's super serious. But this one felt like if if the first movie was a TV show pilot, this felt like episode two. This was the first one that felt like all right, we're getting back on track to what we were doing. Okay, let's let's get back on track. So now now we get to Fast Five, <laughs> two thousand and eleven. All right, on the run. Paul Walker is a fugitive. Right. The Rock is in it. Right. He plays some kind of cop who's trying to catch... Oh, should I do it as Quentin Tarantino? Yes, please. Okay. okay, so The Rock is some kind of cop, all right? And he's trying to catch Paul Walker, okay? And... <laughs> one final heist to, to score in Brazil to buy their freedom, all right? Lots of returning characters from previous movies, okay? Now, uh, I'll, I'll say one more thing about it, because I, I, uh, this one is actually a lot of fun. Fast, okay. Fast Five is fun. Fast Five is like, this is stupid. It's full of cliches. It's mindless. It took five movies before but it this got is fun. A, a quality, like high octane, stupid action movie. I liked it. How and would it compare to say Mission Impossible Four or Five or I think the it's, later ones? It's hard for me to say. I like that franchise, but I would say some are some of those are better than others but this was like up this was like interchangeable it was it, it was a fun action movie all right and uh 
and and now I kind of like Vin Diesel. I've come around to liking Vin Diesel. I'm like, you know what? This guy, he just cares about his me familia, his family, you know? And they're just, it's, it's, it feels like they got rid of the drag racing thing and it just turns into like, they're, they're doing a heist and it's stupid, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. So that is my reviews of the first five Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> and we will continue onward as the show goes. All right, so that means what? Another five? Uh, six, seven, eight. The tenth nine. one just came out. Well, the tenth one is coming out. It's not out yet. Although yeah. there is Hobbs and Shaw. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Well, you're gonna need to do that. Yeah, one. of course. All right, I'm gonna do all of them. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Who are Hobbs and Shaw? I know one of them stay them, right? Yeah, and the other one's The Rock. Hobbs is The Rock. He's some kind of weird cop that's trying to catch and uh i don't know who statham is yet i haven't met him yet i will give them i'm guessing it's his name is shaw though yes (laughs) these movies have a way of being like the guy who's like cooking a cheeseburger in the first movie comes back as like the main villain in the fifth like it has a way of like it's almost soap opera ish and it really feels episodic and even the people that like these movies i think know they stink like it's it's pure fun and i'm starting to kind of get it i'm starting to kind of get the appeal okay yeah that's it, where i'm at on it i did i did hear that the later ones whatever one um my buddy saw the one after that came out after paul walker died that was seven uh, he died in seven so eight he yeah. saw um no i think did he finish filming seven? Oh yeah seven's the one that like they finished post his death yeah yes so yeah he was telling me about that one and he said it was it was awesome people say it's weirdly emotional yeah like they really sell it they do a really good job at making these goons these dopes seem like hey they all love each other they're a family yeah. like that's the whole shtick yeah and i think that that is what kind of keeps it together mission impossible not exactly the same but kind of similar with his team i think people like Maybe it makes sense with comic books. People like team movies. Yeah, F- Fast Five is like a is like an Ocean's Eleven movie. It's like we gotta get the we gotta get the gang together so that we can go pull this heist. It's it's kind of it's kind of fun. What's the heist of again? Is it cars? There's cars involved. Mm-hmm. They want to uh, steal a big safe of money out of Brazil from a from a gangster guy. Whoa. Yeah. And, what, the, and what are they, what's what's the crime in the first movie? They're stealing DVD players. <laughs> In the first movie? The first movie, the thing that they're hijacking is DVD players. Get the hell out of yeah, here. Yeah, 2001, baby. They're stealing DVD players to sell on the street, and uh, that's the crime. That's outrageous. I know. It's an outrageous... It's Fast and Furious. That's it comes so nasty. It's got that dog in it, and I'm, I'm, on the, I'm, on the, I'm on the path, man. I'm on the train. <laughs> yes, you're clearly... You're very clearly on the train. This was Fast Five... The next one, I think, I don't know what it's called. Maybe Fast Six. I think the seventh one is Furious Seven. It's funny how they name these things. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Two of them have the same name, for Christ's sake. Yeah, but that's action movies, man. Like Rambo. Right. Rambo, it's First Blood, Rambo First Blood Part Two, mm-hmm. Rambo Three, Rambo, and then Rambo Final uh, Last Blood. 
Oh, I thought it was John Rambo. No? I think that's what they were going to call it, like Rocky Balboa, but instead they called it Rambo uh, Last Blood, which Sylvester Stallone like hated that title because I'm sure he wants to make 14 more Rambos. Of course. Well, he still can. When did the putting last uh, ever work? Right, you're right. It doesn't work. It never, it never was. And look at any horror movie franchise from the '80s. Yeah. Putting last in there never mattered. Yeah, Last Crusade. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, not should, the Last Crusade. Should we now? Can we get into that? That was the cliffhanger. Yeah, that was the cliffhanger, and uh, okay, th- that was my amazing this, transition. This might not be as epic of a conversation uh, as it was. Uh, it's it's very simple. You don't want – I'm sorry to the people who don't want, care about movies, but sometimes it's a movie podcast. You don't want to see the fifth Indiana Jones movie, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I believe it's called, and that and that's where we're at. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Now, where I'm at is I do want to see it, and I'm wondering why you don't – and I feel like that's a discussion worth having. Okay. <laughs> so, so, come on, you knew what this discussion was going to be. Why don't you want to see it? I think it's just time to draw the line. I, I think we constantly get annoyed and we're constantly let down by these... Uh, sort of long, uh, sequels, these franchise sequels. sequels. And especially the ones... It's one thing... When it's new, and by new I mean within ten years, like the Fast and the Furious or Mission Impossible, like where they're pumping them out. Sure, this is this is different. Um, those first three Indiana Jones movies, they're just so good. They're just they're, they're incredible. They're complete classics. It's one of the best trilogies. It was one of the best trilogies ever. I, I think those three are all, and I do not say this lightly, incredible. I think yes. they're all fantastic movies. I think the first one is up there with one of the best movies of all time. The, yeah, the worst one of those three movies is still ten times better than than the best movie, probably, that has come out. Yeah, they're <laughs> phenomenal. And I, and, I, and I know some people will, will argue that, but I love those movies. I grew up watching those movies. I love those movies. Yes, as do I. Yes. So... We we continue to be let down and disappointed and just <laughs> and we keep seeing them. We keep seeing them every saying, time they come out. Are and you I, saying I you didn't mean, like the fourth one? <laughs> no, I mean I did not like the fourth one. I think everyone disliked it. Um, I was in denial until the South Park episode, where <laughs> Steven Spielberg and Lucas rape Indiana Jones, and I thought, wow. Uh, I think now when you make a joke like it raped my childhood, it's kind of lame. But at the time, I couldn't believe they were doing that joke. It is a bad movie. Although I will say, I don't think it's as bad as people say. I think it's is considered so bad because it's compared to the first three. Yeah. I think if it was its own movie, you'd be like, yeah, it's fine. But compared that's, to that's the f- an argument I hear a lot though about all kinds of it's, movies. It's relative. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I, I here's my thing. I, I I know you're right, and that's why I stopped seeing the Terminator movies after the fourth one. I think I did not, see, even though Schwarzenegger was in them, I didn't see them. Mm-hmm. I just had no interest, and I totally get that. Um, but I just think like the movies I see, the last two movies we saw, Megan and Cocaine Bear. Mm-hmm. It's like the crap that we will go out and see. 
Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones? Why not? I, I want I want to see it. I want to see what they do. I, I can't help myself. I don't know. I can watch one of the first three if I if I wanted that. And I think it'll be the last one because he's 140. <laughs> and so it's like last time he's going to play it in the theater? I don't know. Yeah, until they CGI dead Harrison Ford into it a sixth one. Would not surprise me, by the way. They're already de-aging Absolutely. him. At, at, yeah, he's b- being incredibly de-aged in it. And, and for at least one, for at least a, a, a scene or a portion of the movie. He's and I know de-aged. that you've been pretty anti-de-aging. I don't care for it. I'm, I'm, I think it depends on how they do it because it is like makeup, right? It's just another technique that they have in the toolbox. But I get nervous that they're gonna like overdo it. You know. You know the best I I ever saw of that. What Samuel L. Jackson in the Captain Marvel movie? It did look amazing. He looked, it was insane. He looked younger than he was in Pulp Fiction. Bad movie though. I didn't like that movie. Uh, it was about to me. It's like it's as bad as good as any of the other Marvel movies. I don't know. Well, this got brought up because you saw Avatar two, and I was like, I put my foot down on Avatar two. I was like, no, I'm not seeing Avatar two. Cameron just fucking soaks up way too much money with these shitty fucking movies because of the hype. I'm not doing it. Well, what do you think Spielberg is doing He's not in with the, this? He, he didn't make this movie, but yeah. Disney's he, doing it with the title. Uh, somebody's yeah. making tons of money. I think actually Spielberg... Tons of... Soaking up tons of money. Well, what happened for, was... For the same reason. Disney bought Lucasfilms, yeah. and they made a million Star Wars movies and shows and just drove that into the ground. Yeah. And they couldn't make a million Indiana Jones movies because I think they needed Lucas, Spielberg, and Harrison Ford to sign off... Right. ...on whatever the next project yeah. was. But you know they want to make some money off that name. I'm sure there's going to be a prequel series. There was one years ago. I'm sure they're going to make... Spinoffs of Indiana yeah. Jones—they're going to make their money off that name. I kind of feel like Cameron has higher aspirations than just money. To well, be re- honest, well, he really wants to CGI water, and he, yeah, you said that last episode. It's a quest for him, and I hope he did. He do it. Did I think, he finally do it. It looked great. Good. I, I just think if he really wanted to make money, he wouldn't be making such an expensive, insane like you need to be the fifth highest grossing movie of all time to break even movie because. He's not making money that way. Well, I don't think... My complaint is not, oh, they're only doing it for money. Because that's most Hollywood movies. It's all Hollywood. It's a business. Right. It's made right. to make money. Well, there, there's there's creatives out there who are driven to make movies. But yes, it's a business. Overall, nobody would put money into a movie unless they were hoping to make a profit. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, it's not that I'm like, I'm not going to watch Avatar 2 because I, I just have like a resentment of like, you don't deserve my money. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You haven't done anything to impress me since I was four. I'm not giving you my money. You know that's that's where I'm at on it. Indiana Jones is. Look, the last Indiana Jones was 15 years ago. Do you realize it's only a four year difference from from Last Crusade and Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? That was 19 years. It's been 15 since the last one. To me, the amount, of, the amount of time is almost irrelevant. There's people in high school that were born like after that movie. Yeah. It was so long ago. So my. So th- what is that? What's your... Th- I don't understand my, what that has to do with the quality of the movie. My thinking is like, if they wanted to do st- like st- a, st- a trilogy like with Star Wars, they could have milked it so much 
to I don't know. To me, it feels like a little more special if there's less of them. Did you, did, you were just saying they all had to sign off on something with Disney? Yeah, apparently, apparently Harrison Ford has stake. I mm-hmm. think in Indiana Jones, which would explain why maybe he loves the character so much over over his Star Wars character, but. Um, they were fight. They were fights to make the script right. I mean, is it, it? Let's put it this way: Is there any way it could be as bad as? It's probably going to be better than Crystal Skull. I mean, it was Crystal Skull was so bad; it set the bar so low. You know, I'm such a sucker that I will watch all four of those movies. Uh, I know, and then go see the fifth one. I know, I'm a sucker. Man, and then you're going to come here and say it was fine. Man, it was fine. And then in a month I'll hate it. Yeah. Man, Gold has made some good movies. I think he's a pretty good director. Oh yeah, what were? Uh... I mean, he's made some crap too. But he made Logan, which I know you don't like. But he made mm-hmm. Copland and the that new Ferrari thing. He's oh. capable. I don't know. And I liked Logan, but I don't know the grizzled Wolverine, sad old man. I'm not buying it. Well, you're I'm not... not buying it, dude. I I I I didn't buy it. I no. I mean, I didn't literally buy the movie. I bought it in terms of. I it. hurt myself today. <laughs> Is that in the movie? It was the trailer. Oh well, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I like the idea of doing like an old like westerny movie with 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 Hugh Jackman. I thought that was fun. Westerny? It was westerny. It was westerny. It was Western. In the same war, in the same way, Star Wars is Westerny. That's the, I love nerds. You know, Star Wars is actually yeah. a you know, it's really, Western. It's really a samurai it's movie. A space Western. Jedi's are just basically samurai. Shut up, nerd. I am over Star Wars. I am totally over Star Wars. So does I, that mean you'll never see another Star Wars movie? For it, they would have to really sell me. It would have to be something where I'm like, ah, oh, you know what. But I'm telling you, it would have to really be something. I don't think I'll... I'll probably never watch the three newest ones ever again in my life. I'd say it's very likely I won't either. I would say that it's very likely. I would be more likely to watch the the three prequels than I would I, 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 the most recent. I, I can't agree with that. I, there's a very good chance I'll never watch a Star Wars movie ever again except the originals. Yeah. I'd say... I'm the, with you on that. I'm I'd just say saying. there's a very right. good chance. Yeah. But... Like the new Mandalorian season came out, and I'm like, I-, I can't. I didn't do any Mandalorian. I just, no. I just, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I don't really want to. I'm done. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. But the Indiana Jones, <laughs> I, I'm willing to go two more hours. I'm willing to go two more hours with this franchise. This reminds me of the scene in uh, Arrested Development when uh, Tobias is. <laughs> oh, yeah, where he's like, open relationships never work. But in this case, they might. might. Yeah. No, here's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting it to not be good. Like, I'm not going in like, maybe it'll be great. Mm. I just want to see Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones for two more hours. I just want to see that. He might, I, I, he's too old. It's based in the 60s, which is lame. It might be bad. There's probably tons of CGI. But I just, I want to be able to say it's bad. I want to be able to say like, oh, that movie sucked. I want to know what the movie is. I I don't want it to be a mystery where it's like I don't know what they did with that one. I gotta know. No, I think it it's just time for me to put my foot down. I, and I even have the AMC A list. I, I have nothing to lose. I know that's what I know. That's why I'm so confused. To go to go you, see, you go see this. anything. I just think it's uh. We're going to see a movie later. We see movies all the time. It's a matter of. Uh, 
It's a principle? It's a matter of principle, I think, for the first time ever. It's not going to make Avatar money. It's not going to like... It's probably not even going to... Why do I care how much money it makes? So then what is the principle? I don't understand the principle. It's the idea of just making... Bringing back something that has no reason to be brought back. There's really no reason. We didn't need the fourth one. We don't need another one. No, I agree with we that. We have three perfect movies. and Yeah, I agree with that. So and Avatar is different. Avatar is James Cameron's creation that he, he came up with. You know, the first movie was relatively not that long ago in comparison to uh, Indiana Jones. It probably might have been as long it, ago. It, you know, and, and, and the stakes are not as high with Avatar. The, the stakes with Indiana Jones to me are, are, are sky high. Yeah, because of how iconic and classic the See, character and the story they, is. I don't think they can hurt me. I don't think that they can do anything to me. I think I could watch that movie. And if that movie was Indiana Jones goes back in time and just watches Crystal Skull and we just watch Crystal Skull again, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can be phased by it at this point. It's not about I don't know. It's not about me or whatever. It really isn't. It's just it's it's really a statement against all sorts of maybe I should just never see another sequel that's come out over yeah. A, 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 a decade a later. classic movie that's being sort of brought back to life. All the things that get brought back never to good. life. It never works Whoa, out. Oh, there's e- one. Even br- what? Top Gun. That was really good, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's not impossible. It's not impossible. And you saw that. You didn't have this weird principle about that. I still think that, this, that it's different stakes. I don't know. There's a different... I feel like after There's Crystal Skull, they've already dragged it through the mud. It's you know? true. So to me, it's like it can only be better than that or comedically worse. Like to me, it's like I don't feel I don't feel the stakes. I just it's 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 done. It's it's dead. It's Th- over. That I get because there are franchises for me that I feel like are dead, and I get that. I'm just not there yet with this one. Ugh. I'm willing to do two more hours. That's where I'm at. You you would do you would do four. You would do six. No no no. If it's really truly terrible, and they're like we're making another You're just one. Just saying that because you don't think they're going to make another I one. Can't, how could they? Harrison Dude, Ford. Did you think that they would make this one? Well, I won't see another one without him, and I could say that absolutely fucking firmly. I could say that with zero doubt in my mind. That I will not go to the movies to see an Indiana Jones movie without Harrison Ford. I've never wanted them to make an Indiana <laughs> Jones movie more. No interest. I don't watch the fucking that. like young Indiana Jones show. Like I have no interest in seeing what's young. That was, that was an a show. old show many, many saying, years like, ago. Right? I have no interest in anything post Harrison Ford. It's gotta be Harrison Ford. Mm. I like Harrison Ford. Now, is it do I does anybody w- really want to see? But would you see any other movie Harrison Ford came out with? I mean, nowadays it depends on the movie, but not necessarily immediately. No. When was the last time he was in a movie that wasn't <laughs> Star Wars or Indiana Jones? Blade Runner. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he bringing was good that in one that. back. Yeah, the, he his whole career now. Well, that's not true. He does a lot of TV now, but mm-hmm. his whole film career is just bringing back old characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing a lot of work now. He's got a comedy show with Jason Segel called Shrinking, where he he's, plays a shrink. Really? Yeah, I don't think on Apple. He's doing a show. He's doing one of those Yellowstone spinoffs. That's right. He's going to be the president going forward with Marvel. 
he's working a lot. The president? He's, what do you mean the president? The, the president of America in the in the Marvel universe. Really? Yeah, going forward. Hmm. He he is working for an old man. Yeah. Dude, my back he's 80, hurts right? at 34. Didn't he just, just turn 80? Yeah, I think, he's in the, I think he's in his 80s. That's outrageous. And he's Indiana Jones again, in, and the movie takes place in 1969. I mean, it just sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Anyway, Whoa. I think that that conversation's been had. All right, good. Want to do some emails? Yes, please. I, I need the emails. All right. Where's your Where's your paper? Yeah. Where's your email? 2001 stinks. All right. For Here we go. This is an email by uh, Joshua Chen. For a few uh, dollars more as the subject. I don't even remember, but he did a fistful of dollars as a previous email. All right, here we go. Adam. I started learning how to cook recently. I just burped. Oh, Jesus. I started, excuse me, it's the LaCroix. I started learning how to cook recently. Following recipes is easy, but if you shop to make a specific dish, it can get expensive quickly. I have realized that most recipes are meant to be one-off events and that day-to-day -day cooking is an entirely different skill set. <clears throat> How do you budget and prep for weekly grocery shopping? How often do you buy produce to just have half of it rot in the fridge? How long do you spend on cooking and cleaning up every evening? How often do you eat out? For reference, I currently spend 300 a week on average on groceries Whoa. with a household population of two. Wow. That doesn't include eating out. Best, Josh. Oh wow, that's a that's a massive budget. I I can say I know he's asking you, but I will just say I've started buying food every Sunday, and I buy like pre cooked like chicken, pre cooked like noodles at a grocery store. But I'll buy some fruit, and I just will eat that every night throughout the week, and and then Sunday I do it again, and it doesn't cost me anywhere near three hundred dollars. It cost me yeah, like that's... fifty bucks or something. And that's what I've been doing lately because I'm not a good – we've talked about this. I'm not a good cook, and for me to do all this cooking and all this cleaning for one person, it's just not going to happen. So now I'll go – I'll get a chicken cutlet. I'll get – that's what I do now. I, I can only imagine – I'm very curious, Josh, where you shop and the quality of items that you're getting because for two people, I would imagine he's getting some quality stuff. He's got to be getting like fucking caviar. He's got to be getting the gourmet shit. Yeah. For sure. Buy buy cheaper buy less. <laughs> you, you know, I, I realize this too with like I'm just I'm a big fat fuck, you know? And I realize like I lose weight <laughs> when I eat less. So like I'm just cutting out the takeout, you know, and I'm just like the weekends can get kind of sloppy, but during the week I just I eat like one meal at night and it's something simple, a piece of chicken, a piece of uh, whatever. It, you know, and that's it. I don't go crazy. I'm remarkably horrible at grocery shopping. It's I'm, never been good at it either. I go into Shoprite and I start hyperventilating. I I just become Tony Soprano having a panic attack yeah. whenever I, and then I just wind up walking out with peanut butter and pretzels and seltzer. <laughs> like that. That's what happens to me almost. I buy peanut butter almost 100 percent of the time. Uh, I pretty much live off of leftovers from uh my parents and from eating going out to pizza yeah pizzerias or leftovers are good for pizza with pizza didn't i just door dash something i don't door dash too too often but today i did jersey mike's for lunch and i, I haven't done it in forever and i got i got the tuna pretty good uh, their pretty, tuna was good pretty good 
Yeah. All right. I was in the mood for tuna, and I didn't feel like buying a can of tuna and making it, so I'm like, I'll just get a sub. It was pretty good. I used to do that a lot, the old tuna can. Yeah, tuna used to be a go-to for I me. I used too. to do all sorts of crazy things. I would try all sorts of different spices. I'm like, oh, what's, what if I put cinnamon in tuna? Like, what would, what would that so do? That's so weird. I like a little mustard. <laughs> mustard? I, I saw it in an episode of Keenan and Kel, and I've done it ever since. Did you also put a screw in the tuna? Yeah, it might have been that episode. I can't remember, but I like a little mustard in there. It yeah. was definitely that episode. It, it sure wasn't mayo. Well, that's not that always goes in tuna for me. That's yeah. just that's a go-to. Have you ever just done it uh like out of the can? Balsamic style? You just throw some balsamic vinegar no. on it? No. That's a good move. A little I, tuna balsamic. I would try it. I like balsamic. Yeah, it's a good move. You don't even need the mayo. Balsania. Um <laughs> <laughs> what's that from? That sounds like something. Uh yeah, I've I would I would do that. But uh, yeah, I'm a really bad person to talk to about food shopping. I mean, three hundred dollars a week—that's outrageous. He's either kidding or crazy. I know that food is more expensive these days, but that is astronomical. Yeah, I remember peak peak pandemic times. I was buying. I was once every two weeks. I for two people, I didn't even hit three hundred. I think I would maybe max out at two fifty, and that's every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy anything. Today I had to buy toilet paper, and I felt uncomfortable only buying toilet paper. I don't know why. I always, whenever I carry toilet paper, I always think people are just looking at me and going, "Oh, that's for wiping your butt." <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm buying this to you wipe. You just bought some eggs too. I th- I never you buy like eggs. You were doing mischief. No oh, eggs. Nice. I don't buy eggs. You're not an eggs man. I love eggs. They're I don't... really easy to make, and they're well, they used to be cheap. They're getting a little more expensive. I love eggs. It's still washing a pot. I just would rather order an egg sandwich. I just don't want to cook. I, when I lived at home, I made eggs like every morning when I was unemployed because I don't know, the kitchen was bigger and it was easier to clean and everything just felt in that little dirty kitchen of mine. I just, it's not fun to do. I knew you'd somehow find a way to blame this on Jeff. No, it's not Jeff's <laughs> fault that it's dirty, but it's not, you know, he's not helping it either. But I, um, so I, I bought a popcorn. I bought like, bags of popcorn mm-hmm. like 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 microwavable ones i'm yeah. like i gotta buy something else other than toilet paper so i'm like hey maybe it'll be fun to make popcorn one day and i bought like k-cups and that was it you yeah know? i uh dude i'd buy a lot of just granola bars and things that you just i used to do that a lot rip open out of the packaging and chow yeah. down on i used to do that a lot no microwave nothing i, just- I do not buy snacks anymore i buy like um like one of those clamshell things, like you know what I'm talking about, like the Tupperware. That clamshell Tupperware? Yeah, clamshell. Like with the t- you pop the top. It's like they in a plastic. T- What's top. in there? I buy fruit. Oh, it's fruit in there. I buy a okay. thing of mixed fruit now on Sunday. So if I want to do any snacking, it's got to be fruit. Well, one of the things I like doing is diarrhea pe- city peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Like Elvis, I love peanut butter and banana. I I don't often mix them. I went through a weird phase of doing the the fried ones, like the Elvis style. I don't have a fryer, but I would love to try that. No, you just do it in a frying pan. Just you just make it like a like uh, a grilled, grilled cheese, cheese, but with banana in it. Yeah, I would try that. It's pretty amazing to do once a year, maybe. Yeah. I haven't done it in forever, but just a regular peanut butter bananas. You know, you just get that loaf, you get the jelly, and then you get peanut butter. And then you peanut can amazing. go in between P B and J and uh, peanut butter banana. 
I used to buy peanut butter and jelly. I still have that clam chowder. Because <laughs> I would, I don't ever have milk. I never have milk. Anyway, everything goes bad. It really does. It's annoying. Uh, next email. Uh, this email is from, it's all the same fucking people over and over again, which I'm not complaining about. Email is the truth, gmail.com. Jason O. Jason Orst. Hey, Jason. And uh, his subject is question. And the question is, Who's better, Neil Young or Jerry Seinfeld? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who's better? Um, Depends. Jerry Seinfeld is probably better at stand-up comedy. Neil Young's probably better at playing the guitar. Who's better? Um, I would, yeah. I think that's the best answer that you're going to get. Are you more of a fan of Jerry Seinfeld's stand-up comedy than you are of <laughs> Neil Young's uh, music? Uh, I don't think I don't think that I could say that. It doesn't make much sense. It, to, it, it's it's a total apples and oranges situation here. There's no way to compare the two because I, they're two different things. I think a good trajectory to go with it would be which one would I rather hang with? I don't think I could last two seconds hanging out with Seinfeld. I feel like he would rip me to shreds and be just everything I've ever heard about him. He just sounds like a jerk. I think, I'm sorry. I think he's – no, I, I mean, you don't apologize to me. <laughs> I think you're probably right. I don't know anything about Neil Young as a person, so I would be uncomfortable like not knowing what to say. <laughs> Where with Seinfeld, it's like I feel like I know him. So I feel like I would know what to say. And you just watch Comedians in Cars. It's like I think I could talk about nothing. Like I think I could BS with Jerry. If he wanted to talk to me, if he didn't want to talk to me, I'm not getting anything out of him. Yeah, I guess that's that's where I'm headed with that. I just feel like the dude would not want to talk. He's, really, neither of those guys would want to talk like to me. He's like robotic. He's like a weird autistic robot, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. That, I, he He's obsessed with 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 the rules of comedy as he sees them, and I don't know if you can get through to him in any other way. He's so opinionated. He's such an odd guy. Yeah, he seems not as socially open as Neil Young. You yeah, know, Neil Young is from that hippie time. Yeah, where a little more <laughs> laid back. Kind of seems like he would be pretty easy to talk to. You know, <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's better. You know, I think. I think Jerry is amazing at what he does, but it's impossible for it to not sound hacky in 2023. And when I hear his stand-up now, he tries to modernize it some t- now, and it feels weird. I feel like, I hate to say it, but I feel like he's kind of done. I feel like, but is Neil Young done? I don't know. Are we talking about them in their prime? Yeah, they're, uh, they're both, I feel like Neil Young has a timeless quality. Whereas Jerry Seinfeld, what's the deal with bathroom stalls? Yeah, there's. Why don't they go all the way to the floor? <laughs> it's not as timeless. Jason Alexander has a podcast now where he like called like really no no really, where him and his friend talk about like find out why things are the way they are, and they and I haven't heard it, but they do a whole episode about that Jerry joke. Why do bathroom stalls not go all the way to the ground? What is the reason? And I kind of want to listen just so I know the reason. <laughs> I am curious. By the way, I just want to get this email out of the way. We're not. There's nothing to answer about this email. Okay. But we already answered it today. So did we? Billy, Billy Ruane, former guest Billy, emailed us. Thank you so much, Billy. Hi, Billy. And his subject line was Jones and for Jones. 
Yeah, we did. We did discuss that. Hiya, yeah. fellas. Long time to t- no talk. Getting back to listening. Hope you're well. XOXO. Anywho, I was flying and they had all the Indiana Jones movies available to watch. Last Crusade was my pick. Are you guys excited for the fifth? What are your expectations? Stay fly, Billy. And then he put a gif of Indy laughing. And I just wanted to read that to get it out of the way. Um, well, now you know. We did answer Billy. that. Yeah. Hope I didn't bum you out too much. Was, there was a, an excitement embedded in the tone of that email. And then there's a. I mean, why send it at all unless you weren't excited? I don't know. Me and him have talked about whether or not the new one will be good. So I'm sure that's why he. There's a Chris Carr email in here, but it's like he sent like 14 revisions of it. So I like don't know how to read it on my phone. I don't know where it starts. <laughs> Did you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, I, I saw that he emailed us a bunch. Um... I guess I'll just read the whole thing. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Do we have time? Uh, it's kind of long. Yeah, yeah. We have we have time. All right, Chris Carr. What's up, bud? All right, his uh, subject was Balboa Constrictor. Ah, I see what you did there. Yep. Much of what was said was correct on the Rockies. We did the Rocky episodes. However, there are some radical shit said in Rocky 1. Within the first 45 minutes, the bartender in the scene you see Apollo on TV, the bartender calls Apollo a jig clown. God. I don't... Okay. A sign in the locker room at Mickey's gym in which no women are present can only be concluded as a male-only boxing gym says no kissing. Paulie straight up calls Adrian retarded. Actually, Paulie, I don't think, does. The gangster guy does. Mm-hmm. Take her to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Right. Additionally, Rocky, I mean, Paulie might call her that. Additionally, Rocky, Paulie, and all other Italians in the movie are portrayed as the worst stereotypes of Italian people. Mick literally calls Rocky a Dago. Surprisingly, Paulie is the drunk and not Mickey. This is all to say that the movie isn't racist as was discussed in the first episode of The Rockies. Rocky is an accurate representation of the shittiest city in America, which is, of course, (laughs) Philadelphia. The movie is a lens into the culture and the people of Philadelphia (laughs) in the mid to late 70s. He continues. He also punches the meat in the locker room with an orthodox stance. Then he says one more thing. Scratch the Mickey comment. I assumed he was Irish and was reminded in three that he is Jewish. The Jews don't have drinking problems. I'm sure some do, but not on the scale like the potato-eating Irish. (laughs) Shalom. And that is his email. Uh, wow. There are characters in the movie that are racist. I was just watching um, Saturday Night Fever. First mm-hmm. time I ever saw it. I, I won't 77? Even... Is that when yes. that came out? Yes. And it was a lot that I liked. Obviously, the soundtrack. and uh, But there was a lot I didn't like. But the point is, is, I'm like, man, even this movie has like racial slurs, sexism, misogyny, borderline rape scenes. Like, it's so 70s. And I'm like... Is every seven are the seventies movies an accurate depiction of how people actually act and talk, or are they just like over like they're all? It's a very seventies thing, right? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you see the new Rocky, nobody's saying what was said in Rocky One. Is it just because it was a different time? I think uh, for Hollywood, there was a lot of envelope pushing going on in the seventies. I think it's the best decade of movies potentially. Sometimes you watch a movie and a villain won't say something racist or or and you think it, it's I know it's a movie so it's 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 crafted but it's not being entirely honest. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I know people who I really like who say things sometimes that I go, "Oh my god, why would you say that?" It seems like in movies now there's a fear that if you say it in a movie, it's going to convince somebody in real life to say it. 
Where in the 70s, I feel like it was like, no, this is just how this character talks. Well, this, yeah, this is going back to episode one of Ryan and Adam's show where we talked about... Um, <laughs> Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man. And um, I just think people need to... Um, you can't blame other people. What am I trying to say here? I want to hear it. I want. Well, do you want me to speak while you think? No, that, always, that, that is not going to help okay. me whatsoever. Because uh, I can't. There's this this idea of, oh, if they hear that, if so, people hear that, they won't be able to handle it. They don't understand and they will yes. become hateful. They don't understand fictions or satire or that it, just because a character says something bad, that doesn't mean that, the, that you should. Or, yeah, I don't like that. It's treating um, people like babies. Exactly. I don't like that at and all. And I know that sometimes children see these things, and sometimes morons see these things, but are we to just assume that that's who's watching these movies and that there's no intelligent people who can understand movies or watching these? Yeah, the nuance of character. I understand that you don't want to keep pushing forth certain things in the culture, but if you're mimicking the culture, then you want to be honest, too. Yeah. And that's how people talked. In the 70s. I, I wouldn't personally blame all of Philadelphia. I know a lot of people in this area hate Philly. Well, I, I don't have those feelings Well, Saturday Night entirely. Fever was uh, New York. Yes. <laughs> I just think, um, don't get me wrong, I don't need every prestigious movie to be like, oh, here's the rape scene. Like, I, I get bored of that, and I think that's lame. And when you're young and you're watching envelope-pushing movies, that can seem, like, exciting because that's the whole point of pushing the envelope. I don't need that in every movie. And I don't need the, like, N-word in every movie or any of that. Like, I understand... The world's changing and we don't need that and everything. I just think sometimes a character should is acting within the confines of that character. Yeah, that's what acting is. That's the point of the character. That's it's yeah. that's what we're watching. It annoys me when what movie were we just watching? Oh, Cocaine Bear. Only one character in that movie smokes cigarettes. Right. And it takes place in 1985. And Everyone should have been smoking cigarettes all the time. And she's shamed for it. Yeah. They're like, who's smoking in here? Yeah. And it's like, what are you talking about? I remember when I was a kid in the 90s, oh, yeah. everyone smoked. So it's like, I, that's what I mean. Like, it's just, it's dishonest at a certain point. I understand you don't want to promote certain bad behavior, but at a, at a certain level, it's just dishonest. Yeah. I, and I don't I don't think that's the way to go either. Right. I love that movie. You use so many things to complain about or 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 compliment or whatever, and that's the thing that you like whispered at me in the movies. Yeah. Like, finally, somebody's smoking. <laughs> <laughs> took 30 minutes for someone to smoke in 1985. Crazy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. We need to give people more credit. And you know what? People are idiots and are going to make mistakes and are going to think that the movie is saying something it's not and screw up the satire. You got to let people make those mistakes. Yeah, I don't think it's responsible to be like, no, 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 we have to be careful that people don't get the wrong idea. It's like, no, that's going to happen. It's okay. Yeah. Like that's, like, super, I remember hearing super bad. Um, Seth Rogen regretted having Jonah Hill say, I think, um, fag. Mm -hmm. He called, and, and uh, some variation of it. And he said, he's like, because kids are going to see that movie because it's a movie about kids. And then kids are going to think it's okay to say that word. And here's the thing. He's not wrong. When I would watch movies where someone would use a, a word a lot, especially when I was younger, it did get in my head and I found myself saying it more. But the point of the movie was to depict how kids, so it's a little bit of a chicken or the egg, yeah. depict how kids actually talk. That is how kids yeah. 
de- I think it's how kids still talk, but it's definitely how they talked in 2007. It's an accurate depiction of cruelty yeah. amongst teenagers. So, like, to be like, no, no, in this rated R movie, right? It's like kids shouldn't really be seeing it anyway. That's in, true, yeah. In this rated R movie, like, we need to be careful that we're not promoting... A, and it's like, you're... I just don't think the, the role of a movie is to influence people. Yes. And I think, like, I, I don't know. I, it's it's complicated. It's complicated. But to me, I think it's a shame that now I'm not, and I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, everyone's woke now. Yeah. I'm not one of those assholes. No, no, no. I understand all. that, like, language changes. I just think, like, you know, let's not be totally fucking dishonest and, like, and, and lame about it, too. Yeah. It's a movie. Everything is reviewed also on that scale. Which yes. I don't think is fair. I don't think it's fair either. No. Things are hated now. They're like, what didn't age well? And it's like, first of all, that came out a long time ago. It was a different time. But also, even if it came out now, it's like, again, they're not promoting that stuff. Well, new new movies get you know uh, criticized on that scale as well. New, yeah. new TV shows. Not, I mean, a couple, yeah, they do. A couple of months ago, we were talking about the um, what is it? American oh yeah, the American Gigolo thing. Show, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah. Okay, we can't just accept the story the way it is, be- right? Because it, it you've it's, you've strapped on a lens. Yeah, and, and that's it, what we're gonna go with here. And, I don't know. And on some level, that's not that the show is very good, but yeah. <laughs> and on some level, though, it's also to be expected because it's like with art, people are gonna come in and sort of translate it the way they want to translate. And there's nothing like wrong with that but then you shouldn't say it as if it's law yeah. you shouldn't watch it and be like this is what they're trying to do and it's like well maybe maybe it's not all right the, who the fuck are you mm-hmm. you know so you didn't like it so move on i don't know sometimes i think it's like there is a toxicity to it sometimes dude let it i don't know let it exist just let us exist listener i don't think like all the people that saw you know whatever you're gonna give some crazy example. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> Listen, whatever. Yeah, we got a we got a movie to go see. Yeah, we're gonna go see Creed three. So let's do it. All right. All right, we're good. Yeah, uh, we're super good. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. The truth, Ryan Adam at gmail dot com, and uh, King Kong ain't got shit on me. Got a lot of uh, sharks out there trying to take a bite of something was hot a lot of chameleons out there trying to change up anytime something new comes along everybody wants a bite don't happen overnight so you want to be a rock superstar and live large big house five cars you're in charge coming up with the world don't trust nobody gotta look over your shoulder constantly i remember the days when i was a young kid growing up looking in the mirror dreaming about
see Rockstar, you know what I'm saying? But you're still trying to get out and work like, like everybody else, you know? You know, it's a fun job, but it's still a job, you know? Save your money, man. Save your money, too. Hit single don't last very long, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I've been lucky in this game, too. There's gonna be another cat coming out looking like me, sounding like me next year. I know this. It'll be a flip side to what you did. Somebody else trying to spin off like some you know, series. Yeah, if I have big dreams, I'll make it big clean. Big shot, heavy hitter on the making. You wanna look trendy. 